The English Sonnets from the 1545 edition by John Milton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Thomas Copeland. 1. O nightingale that on yon bloomy spray warbles at eve, when all the woods are still, thou with fresh hope the lover's heart dost fill, while the jolly hours lead on propitious May. Thy liquid notes that close the eye of day first heard before the shallow cuckoo's bill portend success in love. Oh, if Jove's will have linked that amorous power to thy soft lay, now timely sing, ere the rude bird of hate foretell my hopeless doom in some grove nigh. As thou from year to year hast sung too late for my relief, yet hadst no reason why. Whether the muse or love call thee as mate, both them I serve, and of their train am I. 7. How soon hath time, the subtle thief of youth, stolen on his wing my three-and-twentieth year? My hasting days fly on with full career, but my late spring no bud or blossom sheweth. Perhaps my semblance might deceive the truth that I to manhood am arrived so near, and inward ripeness doth much less appear that some more timely happy spirits endure. Yet be it less or more, or soon or slow, it shall be still in strictest measure even, to that same lot, however mean or high, toward which time leads me, and the will of heaven. All is if I have grace to use it so, as ever in my great taskmaster's eye. 8. Captain, or colonel, or knight-in-arms, whose chance on these defenceless doors may seize, if ever deed of honour did thee please, guard them, and him within protect from harms. He can requite thee, for he knows the charms that call fame on such gentle acts as these, and he can spread thy name o'er lands and seas, whatever climb the sun's bright circle warm. Lift not thy spear against the muse's bower. The great Emathian conqueror bid spare the house of Pindarus when temple and tower went to the ground, and the repeated air of sad Electra's poet had the power to save the Athenian walls from ruin bare. Notes. Cambridge Autograph supplies title when the assault was intended to the city. Line 3. If deed of honour did thee ever please, in 1633. 9. Lady, that in the prime of earliest youth wisely hath shunned the broad way and the green, and with those few art eminently seen that labour up the hill of heavenly truth, the better part with Mary and with Ruth chosen thou hast, and they that overween, and that thy growing virtues fret their spleen, no anger find in thee, but pity and ruth. Thy care is fixed, and zealously attends to fill thy odorous lamp with deeds of light, and hope that reaps not shame. Therefore be sure, thou, when the bridegroom with his feastful friends passes to bliss at the mid-hour of night, hast gained thy entrance. Virgin wise and pure. Note 5. With Ruth, the Ruth. 1645. 
10. Daughter to that good earl, once president of England's council, and her treasury, who lived in both, unstained with gold or fee, and left them both, more in himself content, till the sad breaking of that parliament broke him, as that dishonest victory at Caronea, fatal to liberty, killed with report that old man eloquent. Though later born than to have known the days wherein your father flourished, yet by you, madam, methinks I see him living yet. So well your words his noble virtues praise, that all both judge you to relate them true, and to possess them. Honoured Margaret. Note, Cambridge Autograph supplies title to the Lady Margaret Lee. End of the English Sonnets from the 1545 edition.